Hi. Hi, Alex. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, welcome to the CASA update for the week of 7-20-2015. So what's been happening lately, Alex? <clears throat> um, <laughs> well, we had a pretty nice break there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was um, nice. I think is over. Uh, I've, I've been in Slack mode for the past month or so. Um, but, I can't uh, imagine why. It's, it's time to knock the dust off my keyboard. Um, so to get right to it, um, we've got a call to action coming out probably uh, tomorrow, depending on how far we get with the draft here. Um, for Alabama, um, the governor is pushing a uh, tax proposal in a special session. Um, the legislature will be getting back into session on August 3rd, I believe. Um, and uh, according to an article that came out today, uh, Alabama vapors are looking at a proposed 25 cent per milliliter tax. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as quoted in this article, which <clears throat> um, I should probably share the link with you so you can share that around okay. with people. Um, there's the link. Um, the uh, pack equivalent. It would be a $3.50 tax for the equivalent of a pack of cigarettes, which I'm not quite sure how they arrived at pack equivalency. Um, but uh, the interesting thing is that the current tax on a pack of cigarettes is 40 cents in Alabama. Right. So uh, cheap living, uh, but uh, this would be, I mean, a, a nickel tax on vapor products would be outrageous. This is mm -hmm. so much more. Right. So, um, yeah, Alabama, you're on alert, uh, and um, we'd like to get some people communicating lawmakers before they go back into session. Um, I think one of the bits of advice that we got was uh, that uh, some communication now leading up to the legislature coming back into this special session uh, would be uh, will be crucial uh, because if they come back and you know there there isn't going to be debate much debate on this it pretty much goes from proposal to um, how quickly can they enact this so um, now will be the time to act on that so uh, hopefully we'll get this cranked out tonight and we can put a link to this in the notes and of course the full blown call to action will be posted around. Yeah, well, I mean, I know people say 25 cents per mil isn't a lot, but when, like what you say, the equivalent for a pack is 40 cents is the tax on a pack. That's, this is punitive for, well, not that any of the tobacco taxes aren't punitive taxation. Sin taxes, basically, a way to fix budget shortfalls unfortunately. Um, and special sessions do seem to be all the rage, don't they? Yeah, especially when it comes to budgets. I imagine that 
working out budget detail. I mean, when it comes to money, everything gets very complicated, uh, especially at the state level. You know, you have multiple concerns with their fingers in the pie, and uh, <laughs> you know, it, you have to be very careful about you know think issues. Appropriations become politicized, and, um, and it really complicates things. So. Uh, I, I'm assuming that some some of these lawmakers feel that that tobacco policy is somewhat of a slam dunk, um, and and of course they're being fed information that leads them to believe that all things nicotine are is basically smoking, and so just go for it. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's absolutely imperative that we make some noise and help them understand that's not the case. Right. So that's Alabama. That's what I'm okay. doing tonight. Um, the other thing <clears throat> that unfortunately I'm not as uh, up to speed on as some other folks is California. Um, uh, everybody, I think, took a, a much deserved bit of celebration uh, when SB 140 was pretty much, it was amended in committee. I think neutered might be a strong description, but uh, it was amended to the point that the bill sponsor <clears throat> felt that he needed to walk away from the bill. Um, and as far as I understand it, essentially it was amended to the point where e-cigarettes were no longer going to be included in the de definition of tobacco, which right. Uh, essentially took away the the impetus for the bill. Um, mm -hmm. And for those that haven't been following California too closely, the big concern with California is that if vapor products are defined as tobacco, I, I think anywhere in the state code, the concern is that it will open up the product category to all of the other tobacco regulations, specifically taxation. Um, and in California this year, uh, this is very, very dangerous because there are threats of two, are they referendums? Are they ballot referendums? I don't know what they call them out there. Um, um. Um, do, well, uh, they reintroduced a package of tobacco regulation bills on Thursday. And right, but the, there's there's another issue here. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's a ballot initiative. It, it's something not. It, it doesn't follow the regular legislative pro, pro, process. It's it's right. uh, there are they they haven't gone out and done this yet, but there are anti-smoking groups that are planning to uh, get the ball rolling on these ballot initiatives or whatever um, it, that would raise the tax on tobacco products to $2. Yeah. $2 a pack. I, I don't know if this applies to smokeless tobacco well, but mm -hmm. if, if SB 140 were to pass, that would make electronic cigarettes subject to this $2 a pack tax. Well, it's and not so, just... But it's not just that. I mean, they want to raise it to tobacco 21, too, don't they? I think that might be, well, 
I don't yeah. know if that's included in, in these ballot initiatives. Um, it, that might have been a separate piece of legislation. The, the major proposals seek to treat electronic cigarettes as tobacco products and to raise the legal smoking age to 21. So, yeah. Is that from the these these ballot initiatives that I am sure I'm calling by the wrong name? Yeah, well, they're called... Um, the only thing I can find about them is is the story about tobacco bills. And what they want to do is put it into the special session, all six of the ones that failed from last time, right? Which right. was Tobacco 21, the $2 per pack, um, e-cigarettes as tobacco, and a couple of other ones that were really, really bad for um, vaping. Um, they want to reintroduce all six of those and put it in as like one package for the legislators to vote on. I've, I've got a, I'm just telling you what I'm reading here. It's, it's what I've been reading for like the past few days. Okay. Um, so this is, this is, yeah, this, that's the bills um, that uh, I, I'm, I'm getting to. And, um, and, and that's, that's the bit that I'm not completely up on, which you're probably more up on than I am at this point. Um, and, and I think you want, but there, there is the added, there's an added layer of concern here with these ballot initiatives um, okay. in that if any of these bills pass, any of these bills define electronic cigarettes as tobacco, then mm -hmm. these ballot initiatives uh, that will happen later on in the year or could start soon um, will be asking the legislature to enact, one of them is asking the legislature to enact, to enact a $2 per pack tax right. on, on cigarettes, and that would apply to vapor products as well. Mm -hmm. um, this is something that we haven't released a call to action for because the, the, the process for getting these initiatives going hasn't really started yet. But if these pack of bills that we're now talking about that have now been reintroduced in the special session, mm -hmm. if, if any of this passes with that tobacco definition, then there's this extra threat of these ballot initiatives. It's complicated. Yeah. And I, I, sorry that it took so long to arrive at that well, explanation, it, but, <laughs> but it, it did because, um, to get to that point, you, you actually have to sit through a, a bunch of the hearings that they had. Like they had a July 9th session to talk about this and you have to sit through that and watch all of it. And it's, it's pretty terrible. Um, nothing is easy in California, basically. No. So um, I'll give I'll give you a link to what I watched. Okay. <laughs> if you really yeah. want to be up on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, fun stuff. <laughs> God. So fun, fun stuff. Um, yeah, so um, so that's California, and this is sort of an off-the-cuff plug for the folks over at notblowingsmoke.org mm -hmm. um, who are doing a good job of getting out information about the California bills and a couple of other things. Uh, and I believe at 9 o'clock tonight, uh, they're going to be discussing this uh, on the OM page. Uh, okay. So Google that, and I'm sure that all of the people regularly listening to this show know how to use the Google and can find that. So um, <laughs> yeah. if, if you want, I'll, I'll share the link with you if you want to drop that in chat. Sure. So um, there's that. Uh, okay. 
and of course uh, the California Stefano chapters have been uh, pretty pretty uh, instrumental in, in rallying the troops in mm -hmm. California as well. So those are two <clears throat> two groups to pay attention to. For California, they're obviously on the ground and have somehow managed magically. It's not magic. They're, they're just very hardworking people. Um, right. Managed to work their way to getting a good comprehensive view of, of all of this bad stuff. So um, mm -hmm. I, I'm struggling to, to be able to complement their efforts where we can. Um, right. But uh, so anyway, the credit well, they're, to you. they're passionately involved. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't say more than that. Awesome. So, um, California. California. Uh, the other thing is, while there's still daylight left in, in Monday, um, we didn't actually put out a call to action for this. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the Surgeon General is asking for your quit stories in 140 characters or less, if you can manage that. I've seen a lot of vapors uh, participate in this. Uh, I would encourage anybody who also has quit by any other tobacco harm reduction means to participate. Smoke this tobacco, um, tobacco uh, heat not burn mm -hmm. stuff, whatever. Um, if that's how you quit, then then you should share that story. Um, and of course, the Surgeon General has phrased this as tobacco cessation, um, but we know better. That's not the real point. So, so what's the hashtag? Uh, oh man, how did I forget that? <laughs> really? You're, you're Mr. Hashtag. Hold on, I'm going to find it. Oh man, <laughs> that's so lame. Hold on. <laughs> story for ch hashtag story for change. Okay. Is the hashtag. And uh, Transformation Tuesday, I believe that's tomorrow, uh, is when. I guess the Surgeon General is going to look through everybody's stories, which okay. at this point, and one of the reasons why we didn't put anything formal out about this is at this point, like 90% of, of the tweets are coming from vapors. So, um, you know, with, with little notice and a couple of retweets, people have really jumped on this. And uh, so I would encourage everyone to share your story with the Surgeon General um, and, uh, you, if, if Twitter's a little too confining for you, uh, the Surgeon General also has a Facebook page and, okay. uh, you can comment on the post about this. Again, I have faith that people know how to use the Google and can find the Surgeon General's Facebook page. Um, and, uh, and yeah, this contest runs through tonight, so, uh, please take advantage of it tonight. Okay. <laughs> it's not a contest. Um. And that's that. Uh, I, I might be, the only other thing I, I think to talk about might be New Jersey. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Um, I live in New Jersey and I, know you I, I did not attend the event. Um, I, I would like to say, I believe the organizers reached out to us to see if we wanted to attend uh, mm -hmm. if they happen to listen to these I, and you hear this, uh, I apologize if I did not get back to you. I thought I did, but, um, we have a policy of not attending 
expos in their first year. It's sort of an informal policy, uh, but uh, we like to see that people have their act together before um, we lend our name to anything. And actually, we don't really lend our name. We just sort of show up. But, you know, there's some a bit of credibility that comes with that. So uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're very cautious with um, the events that we attend. Um, and I have some mixed feelings about how this whole thing turned out. And of course, I didn't attend. So I, I'm not really in a position to say a whole lot about it. Um, other than um, I, it was on very sketchy ground to begin with. Um, it's, it's my understanding that the organizers felt they had found a loophole in the language of the New Jersey Indoor Clean Air Law, and that by promoting this and treating this as a private event, a members-only event, that they would be circumventing the Indoor Clean Air Law as it mm -hmm. pertains to vaping. Um, whether or not that's legitimate, I don't really know. Um, but I do know that they managed to kind of draw out a couple of uh, very um, active and well-known anti-smoker uh, people in New Jersey, uh, um, the executive director of New Jersey GASP and Senator Joe Vitale. Uh, Senator Joe Vitale is the, was the author of the... Uh, I forget the bill number, but it was the 70% wholesale tax on electronic cigarettes that was introduced last year. Um, okay. That bill is still alive and has a companion bill now. Um, and uh, so he's, he's, I believe, spent a lot of time listening to uh, the, the poison words <laughs> coming from NJ Gasp. Um, yeah. And uh, he's, he's, Full on, just sucked into that pack of lies. Um, so, anyway, it, uh, it's it's an interesting thing, and and my kind of personal view about it is that I, I think it's really unfortunate that New Jersey is not able to have one of these events. Um, no comment on on the actual nuts and bolts of how the event was presented or, you know, what being on the showroom floor might have been like. I've seen some pictures um, <laughs> that I think a lot of us are just not all that happy about. But mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, a vaping expo is a vaping expo. And um, to not be able to have that in, in New Jersey, this is, you know, no matter what you think about New Jersey, New Jersey is a pretty important state. Um, and uh, to not be able to have th these events here is, is, is kind of a shame. Mm -hmm. um, the plus side of all of this is that I hope that the rest of the country takes note. Um, this is what happens when your state prohibits vaping. This is what happens when a state defines vapor products as tobacco products for the purposes of banning use in public spaces, indoors or out. Um, there's, there's a lot of confusion, I think, here. You know, for, for a new vapor, 
that come that starts vaping in New Jersey and walks into pretty much any given shop, um, mm -hmm. you'll find that they're, they're they play pretty fast and loose with the law here. Um, there's it, it's it's on the books that you can't vape in a vape shop, but it happens all over the place. Um, there are bars that let you vape in their establishment. Um, it, it, people people get away with it. Um, so, you know, unless you actually are curious enough to investigate the code, you could go a full year without knowing about it. Um, right. So, on one hand, it doesn't look like that big of a deal. On the other hand, uh, there are unconfirmed reports that people at this trade show that all said and done tens of thousands of dollars of fines were issued at this trade show for people vaping. Um, so again, that's a little bit on the unconfirmed side to the point that I don't have an exact dollar amount, but I've heard, I've heard in excess of $10,000. Um, so if you think an indoor vaping ban isn't that big of a deal, I can tell you you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not just about appearance. It absolutely affects your access to these products. Um, so, uh, if, if you weren't paying attention before, no matter what you might think of how this show appeared, the important takeaway is just how significantly this policy affects everybody. Well, I, I don't, I wasn't too thrilled when the United Kingdom papers started picking up on this and the German press, um, this story's got legs and it's everywhere. This, this isn't just something that just happened to vapors in the United States. It's all over the place now. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. So, you know, and it's not just us. It's appearing in print. So it's, uh, it's something. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> watch out or this could happen to you. Um, when we issue a call to action, answer it. <laughs> yeah, and, and just to hopefully a, a sliver of hope uh, here in New Jersey, there is a bill, I believe there's a couple bills, but uh, there is definitely one bill making its way through the legislature that would uh, provide an exemption for vapor shops here in the state. Um, I don't know if that would be expanded to trade shows. Um, mm -hmm. I, I hope so. I hope someone is, is forward thinking enough to um, eventually add that in. Uh, as far as I know, I would have to go back and read the bill. It, the, the current draft, the current bill does not really get into trade shows. Um, right. Again, I'd have to read that again to confirm that. But. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, in the long run, I hope that this particular event didn't jeopardize the progress of that. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's really hard to, to, on some of the accounts that I heard about, you know, statements made by the Edison uh, director of the Department of Health, um, you know, it, it's, it's really hard to imagine that they actually have very much credibility. Um, I, they might as well have been accusing the organizers of promoting witchcraft. Um, it, it, it's seriously just absurd. Um, so I, 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 I sincerely hope that this is not damaging to that legislation, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, certainly there's a word of caution there. Um, but, 
yeah, so uh, hopefully this all works out for the, the good and, and uh, we, we have an exemption by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a, it's kind of interesting how this has turned into an international story. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people thought it would. I mean, I, I don't think I did either, but uh, you know, there it was. And I was like, oh, hey, look, that's interesting. Look, it's in a UK paper. Oh, look, I, there's pictures from <laughs> there's pictures from uh, the trade show in a German paper. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so yeah, it uh, it's definitely out there, and uh, people are seeing it. So it, it's kind of, I guess, a, a cautionary tale. What happens when you do nothing? Not, I mean, not really, but what can happen if you do nothing? And well, you know, just to. I'd give a little bit of history about this. You know, the the indoor clean air law was amended in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, this was prior to, you know, I mean, CASA was active at that time, but certainly not in the capacity that we are now. Um, you know, there I don't I don't think Cefata was up and running. Um, there were no, you know, large influential. Uh, Vaping at THR advocacy groups, active at the time. Uh, you know, at, at that time, as far as I know, Casa was mainly focused on the FDA. Uh, mm-hmm. This was, you know, 2010 was just right after um, the Family Smoking Prevention Control Act had passed, and I believe that's right about the time that the FDA was starting to seize shipments from China. Mm-hmm. Um, so people were preoccupied with, with more federal level issues. Right. Oh um, yeah, so this, I mean. Yeah. yeah, this this was not a case of people not taking action. It was a case of people didn't really know that this was a threat. Well, um, yeah. But uh, after this year's legislative session, uh, yeah, <laughs> all, all bets are off, man. Any anything is fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, every every state should be concerned, even if oh. you have an active state level group that's managed to have some 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 small victories in the past. Um, you know these the. The the, uh, the vapor control folks are, yeah, the nicotine control folks are a uh, dedicated breed. And um, as we're seeing in California and Alabama, they, they, they will exploit loopholes in the legislative, pro- legislation, legislative process in mm-hmm. order to get this regulation passed. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're... We're not done, and I, I, I hope I don't regret taking the past month to relax. <laughs> <laughs> well, it uh, it's been a very active year. Yeah. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully you you guys get your exemption. It really is necessary for newer vapors being able to try a product and see if it'll work for them is. It's it's really key. It really is. Um, but I think uh, New Jersey was just ahead of the curve on a, a lot of tobacco control stuff because it, it is the headquarters of um, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, and uh, they're big in that. You know, yeah. They're big into tobacco control, vapor control, nicotine yeah, control. They've got one of the one of the screens on a billboard up on uh, 495 right now. So every time I take the bus home, I, I see their little advertisement for, I, don't know, I guess they're saving the world or something. And I, just, <laughs> I, I just cringe a little bit. So, I, I don't. 
I don't know. I've got to tell you, um, one of the creepiest things I, I've ever read is um, they're really big into not just nicotine control and tobacco control. They're very big into um, what is it called when they want to get temperance? They are still the biggest supporters of the anti-drinking groups on the planet it's it's really weird to them it seems like it's something that's all tied together so just interesting stuff yeah robert wood yeah. johnson foundation big into control <laughs> so yeah um and yeah um thank you for coming on with us tonight alex um uh if you have not yet joined CASA, uh, please go to CASA.org and join us so that we can help you fight this ridiculous <laughs> legislation that's coming um, and punitive taxation. That's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. We exist to help you stop this. Um, you can see us as CASA Media on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and join us on the CASA, official CASA Facebook page, or the We Are CASA Facebook group. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And share your stories at, um, oh God, CASA.org. Oh God, <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> since I've talked about this. We Actually, I... I updated I updated the links on our uh, our main page. So just go to casa.org and I changed the color on the font. So it's it's bright green now. It's it just it jumps out at you. Nice. Um, go to casa.org and you can if you don't get in the window of participation for the Surgeon General's little testimonial project, please contribute to the thousands of testimonials we have on our site. Um, at last count, I think we had just over 4,000, um, and, uh, it would be great to, you know, even if you, even if you can't fit your testimonial in 140 characters, you can just say, Hey, Surgeon General, go to Kassad.org's testimonials project and read the thousands that we've already collected. Um, yeah. and, and of course, please add yours. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for joining us again, Alex. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Good night. Night.